to What's the Takeaway podcast. We are so pleased that you're joining us, Julie, Danielle and myself, Jacqueline, as we chat about faith, life and everything in between. Our prayer is that God shows you what's the takeaway he has for you on your journey with him through each episode. Welcome back to What's the Takeaway podcast. This is episode seven and you are joining myself, Danielle and Julie. And Jacqueline. Thanks for coming and sitting with us and having a chat. In our last episode, we talked about uh, how to be saved or more or less, more or less what is salvation. Yeah. How do you get it? What do you do with it? What does it look like? All that. So we started talking about that. And as we talked, we got to the point of relationship with God and how do you have a relationship with God? So in episode seven, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about how do you have a relationship with God and what does that look like? So, Jules, you want to get us started? Yeah, I think I would like to start where it all went wrong in the first place. Oh, fancy words. So, um, we have to go all the way back to the Garden of Eden mm. with Adam and Eve. So, that is in chapter 3 of Genesis, if you would like to go and read that for yourselves. But I'm going to kind of summarise it for Do you want me to read it for myself right now? <laughs> <laughs> later. Okay, read it later. okay all right, all right. Um, So, I'm just going to summarise it. So, the, the short of it is this. The serpent can convinced Eve to do something God had told them not to do. God said, don't eat from the tree in the middle of the garden or you will die. So he was protecting them from something. He was protecting them from death. He was asking them to be obedient to him and what he was asking of them. And he was asking them to trust him that he knew best. Um, But the serpent said that they wouldn't die. So he basically called God a liar. And Eve, she had no reason to doubt God. Um... But she was still convinced that to gain knowledge and wisdom from the tree was better than trusting God for knowledge and wisdom. And that's just a picture of sin right there. Like we we think God's way isn't like our way is better than God's way. Um, And then we just get ourselves in a lot of trouble, don't we? (laughs) So Eve put her own desires before God and before our relationship with him. And she and Adam ate the fruit. And of course, they didn't drop down dead, but their perfect relationship with God was contaminated by sin and they would grow old and die eventually, as we all now do. Um, And their act of disobedience is the sin that separated them and ultimately us from God. Mm. So... That was really how good. It all started. That was actually very good. Very concise. Thanks. <laughs> That's a big story. Yeah, made it's a very big concise. Story. But you hit the main points. Good. We blew it. Good. <laughs> Right. So what does that bring us to? I think that brings to to me on how do we go about making things right? Because if we mm. blew it in the garden, yeah. right, then how do we reconcile that situation? How do we make right what went wrong? Well, to be totally honest with you, we can't make right what went mm. wrong. There's no. only one person. We talked about that in Salvation. Mm-hmm. The only person that can make what went wrong right is the active work of Jesus Christ dying on the cross and rising for us and cleansing us from sin. We've talked about that. But I did think about how do we go, what is our part in that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we mm-hmm. engage in that relationship? How do we become that friend of God as like God is a friend to us? Mm-hmm. And what I love about this is that all things are initiated by God. Like God is the initiator of this spiritual mm-hmm. relationship. He's the initiator of giving us the knowledge of who he is. It's like his Holy Spirit comes and starts wooing us to him and and making sense of like, yeah, this thing did happen in the garden. And yeah, yeah. I, I can see that humanity has been separated from God. And then we take on that individual 
um, act of responding to that. And so I was thinking a little bit about the prodigal son. Mm. And I was thinking about how, you know, God had, well, the father had provided all this beautiful life, you know, and the prodigal goes, nah, like in the Garden of Eden, I can do it my way. I got a better idea. I am going to go live it up and just take on all that life has to offer. And he did do that, but it was to his demise, made him sick, made him ill, made him unwell, which is what we do, you know, when we try to do life without God. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, you know what, I'm going to go back to my father and I'm going to ask if I can just be like a slave in the household. And he comes running back to his dad and his dad sees him from a distance. And we know the story of how the father opens his arms, you know, just waiting and how the son comes running to him. And, you know, the the son was like, you know, just to be a servant in your house would be good enough. Mm -hmm. But God's like, heck no, you're my Mm. friend. Like, you're my son. Like, I am grabbing you and I'm holding. But to say, I think in scripture it says that he lifted up his skirt and he ran, Mm -hmm. which is like just this run of passion. Like, I need to get Mm -hmm. to you. So it's the seeing the open arms, seeing our failure, running to God. I would Mm -hmm. say just run to God is how you can how you can make part of it right. And then there's the story of Hosea, which as Jacqueline has Ruth and Esther, no Ruth and Naomi, (laughs) my favorite story, my favorite book in the Bible of the story of redemption is the book of Hosea. So we have Gomer, who is a badgen and her hubby. (laughs) I'll just say that. I'll keep it clean. Mm -hmm. And her hubby and her hubby goes and like, how many times does she go? And and this is an an allegory of salvation. Mm -hmm. You know, she blows it, she blows it, she blows it. And every single time she blows it, he goes out to get her. He goes over to the slave market to get her. He goes over to the prostitute's house to get her. I told you she was a badger. Mm -hmm. He goes, (laughs) he goes to all these different places to chase her down. One of my favorite ones is when he goes to the market and he pays 15 shekels of silver for her and I love that so much and it made me sort of concentrate on that 15 shekels and now my Chuck Smith my Chuck my Chuck Missler grabbed a hold of me a little bit (laughs) and I got into like what is 15 all about like what is 15 Mm. shekels because 15 shekels is pretty specific you know like 15 shekels but 15 shekels is the 15 is the number for new life and covering it's the number for restoration, deliverance, and healing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, when he went back and bought her, he bought her to give her new life, to give her a covering, to give her restoration, deliverance, healing. Once again, what are we talking about, girls? We're talking about how God wants to do good. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus is good. I don't know mm-hmm. whoever painted him bad, mm-hmm. whoever ruined it for everybody else, but he is good. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to give her good. And she was a mess. She was a total disaster. And though we see her, she was a disaster in a physical sense because she was all like messed up physically. Like she had been used and abused. But spiritually, she was damaged as yeah. well. And he came in and he was like, listen, I just want to cover you. I want to hold you. I want to deliver you. I want to heal you. So he does say to her at one point in the story, he says to her, now that I have bought you back, will you please just stay mm. with me? Mm-hmm. And I just think like we get to a point where God is like, listen, I have chased you. I have ran after you. You have heard the gospel. Your mom and dad told you about me. You know, your relatives have told you about me. You heard about me in Sunday school. You're running, running, running. I just want to say, would you not just respond to me? And I think mm-hmm. once again, we get back to the response. How do we make it right? And the beautiful thing about this, and I'll shut up after this because I know I talk a lot, <laughs> is um, it says in, in 2 Corinthians, I want to read that to you, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 to 19. 
He says, so we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we respond to God, that human point of view and the way we respond in our humanness, there's an end to that. It's the newness of mind that you talked mm-hmm. about in the last episode, Jules. And at one time we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. Like, oh, Jesus, he's just a rule-making, you know, unfun Ten Commandment guy. Like, well, we don't <laughs> want to hang with him, you know. But listen, that's your human view of who Christ is. How differently we know him now. Isn't that, could the three yeah. of us not say, like, mm-hmm. how differently we know yeah. him now? This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person and the old life is gone and a new life has begun. And this was done through the fact that he reconciled us through the cross, Mm -hmm. that the sins that we had had counted against us, like the prodigal son Mm -hmm. and like Gomer, there was a load of sin there. But listen, he came back, he bought, he covers, he heals. We just need to respond to that. Mm -hmm. Do I want that? Do I really want that for my life? Well, who doesn't want healing? Mm -hmm. Who doesn't want covering? Who doesn't want restoration? Who doesn't want new life? Mm. You know, I mean, really, who doesn't? Do you guys? (laughs) because if you do right now (laughs) absolutely I think as well you know when we think about the Garden of Eden Mm -hmm. you know Adam and Eve walked with God you know they had that that Mm -hmm. amazing relationship where they could you know talk to him you know when I think back to the Garden of Eden when I think of that you know my mind just takes it and that just easy easy breezy life (laughs) yeah (laughs) where there was no issues and you know they just really it was paradise paradise that's why we call it paradise right but they then you know they decided to eat of the fruit you know and then we've got the prodigal son as you were saying you know he lived a great life Mm -hmm. but decided he could live a better life and that's kind of we have a theme the yeah. theme is that we think we can do it yeah, better we always yeah. think we can do it better mm-hmm. can't we mm-hmm. but the truth is that we can't no. that we need that relationship there with mm-hmm. god don't we and that so many things again point us to analogies of god wanting to spend time yeah. with us god mm-hmm. calling us to spend time with us to actually get that relationship so he's mm-hmm. not just saying do you know what guys Accept salvation and that's it. Mm-hmm. He is, as we were saying in the last episode, he wants to be our friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wants to meet with us daily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. Hourly, minutely, yeah. secondly. Minutely, secondly. He wants to be there with us all the time and we'll go on and we'll we'll chat about a wee bit about that. Um I have got a wee a wee bit here that I'm going to read and it's from it's an extract that I've just selected one way, but otherwise I'd be here all night reading this to you. <laughs> but it's quite a good analogy when we think about the relationship that we can have. And it's probably quite similar to, you know, garden, the Garden of Eden, a bit similar to the prodigal son, just in the fact that we can see that slow fade. We can mm-hmm. see where we can step out of that relationship with God. Yeah. So it's called My Heart, Christ's Home. Oh, and I it's by that. Robert Munger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. We walked next into the drawing room. This room was rather intimate and comfortable. I liked it. It had a fireplace, overstuffed chairs and bookcase, sofa and quite a, a quiet atmosphere. Sounds like my type of place, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. He also seemed pleased with it. He said, this is indeed a delightful room. Let us come here often. It is secluded and quiet and we can have fellowship together. Well, naturally, as a young Christian, I was thrilled. 
I could not think of anyone that I would rather have a few minutes apart with Christ in an intimate com- comradeship. Friendship, He promised, I will be there every morning early. Meet with me here and we will start the day together. So morning after morning, I would come downstairs to the drawing room and he would take a book from the Bible off the bookcase. He would open it up and we would read it together. He would tell me of the riches and unfold it to me its truths. He would make my heart warm as he revealed his love and his grace towards me. There were wonderful hours together. In fact, we called the dining room the withdrawing room. It was a period when we had our quiet time together, but little by little, under the pressure of many responsibilities and time, began to be shortened. Why? I don't know. But I thought I was just too busy to spend time with Christ. This was not intentional, you understand. It just happened this way. Finally, not only was the time shortened, but I began to miss a day now and then. Then it was some other urgent emergency. I would miss two days in a row, or often more. I remember one morning when I was in a hurry. I rushed down the steps, eager to be in my way. As I passed the drawing room, the door was ajar. Looking in, I saw the fireplace, and the fire was lit, and the Lord sitting there. Suddenly, in dismay, I thought to myself, he was my guest. I had invited him into my heart as he came to the Lord, and he came to the Lord to my home. And yet here I am neglecting him. I turned and I went. With downcast glance, I said, Blessed Master, forgive me. You have been here all, have you been here all these mornings? Yes, he said. And I told you I would be here every morning to meet with you. Then I was even more ashamed that he had been faithful in spite of my faithlessness. I asked for his forgiveness and he readily forgave me as he does when we are truly repentant. And he said, The trouble with you is this. You have been thinking about the quiet time of the Bible study and prayer time as a factor in your own spiritual progress. But you have forgotten that this hour means something for me also. Remember, I love you. I have redeemed you at a great cost. I desire your fellowship. Now, he said, do not neglect this hour. For only for my sake, whatever else you may desire, remember that I want your fellowship. You know the truth that Christ wants my fellowship and he loves me. He wants me to be with him. He wants me. He waits for me. He has done more to transform. He has done more to transform my quiet time with God than any other single fact. Don't let Christ wait alone in the drawing room of your heart, but every day find some time when with the word of God and prayer you may fellowship with him. Mm. Love it. That takes us in a wee journey there, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It takes us in that, you know, when we think about, well, we must do a daily devotional. You know, we must sit down and we must read the word of God. We must do this. And often we do look at it as just from our own points of view. Mm. Yeah. But again, it's that, responding. that relationship. Mm. It's that responding. Yeah. Um, which... We, if we look at it that God's getting out of it as well that he wants to just have time with there. us yeah. yeah he wants to mm, absolutely. He, he spent that big value of his son which is insurmountable unmeasurable mm-hmm. I mean wouldn't he want to spend every other little minute with us as well mm-hmm. I love that you know mm-hmm. that 
Absolutely. It's just his voice calling. So it talks, when we talk about our relationship with Christ, how do we cultivate it? Dun, dun, dun. Why don't we all <laughs> share how we cultivate it? Who wants to go first? Because yeah. I think it'd be fun to kind of hear what you guys do and then you can prove me to be really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say for me, I'll start. Okay. Um, there's times where I'm really, really good at cultivating mm. the relationship. And there's times where, like, you know, it talks about in this wee extract that I read, that it can seem like the thing that you really don't have time for. Mm. Um, I am, I work out in the community, so I spend a lot of time in my car driving around. Yeah. I am really big on podcasts, mm-hmm. funnily enough. Yeah, that's great, though. That's <laughs> um, good. So I will listen to podcasts and that is a good way of kind of getting the word yeah, into. Um, absolutely. We try and start our day with a devotional um, where, you know, possible. Mm-hmm. But it, it can be really easy not to find the time mm-hmm. to sit down and read a yeah. two, three minute devotional. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe I should be sitting here going, well, every day I start my day <laughs> and I do X, Y and Z. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do believe in being really, really honest. But what I do find is when I am making active attempts at being intentional mm-hmm. round about my devotional time when I'm being intentional round about what I'm choosing to watch, what I'm choosing to listen to, uh-huh. what who I'm choosing to engage with, uh-huh. then that relationship building time with God becomes easier and mm-hmm. easier and mm-hmm. easier. And actually what I find is I kind of crave it. Right. And nothing else will really do. Yes, you know, I agree. You'll find yourself looking for something in Netflix and you think, oh, actually... I'm just going to put another podcast on. Mm-hmm. Or um, I like you know, watching women's retreats that are online, things mm-hmm. like that. You know, just so that you're you're getting that word done and mm-hmm. building that relationship. But the important part is to remember it's not just about the reading, the listening. It's about the conversing with God. Mm-hmm. About, you know, praying, about taking things to mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. in prayer. And, you know, just including them in your day-to-day life. Yeah. So for you, what I hear you saying is that you like to cultivate listening to people talk about God's word because it kind of gets you in that conversation yeah. with God. Mm-hmm. I like that. said it much better than I said it. <laughs> so what I hear from you is, it's my counseling hours right there. So what I hear you saying is. <laughs> right. What about you, Jules? you want to join um, in on I, that? I really like what you said about um, getting into like a, a frame of mind where you're talking to him because I find that I do that a lot. Um, I just talk to him like he's there. Obviously not audibly, but, well, maybe sometimes. But, um, you know, a lot of my day, I'm by myself. The kids are at school, Gary's at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just me mm-hmm. and the Lord. And it, I try you talk and, out loud to him? Do you like, hey, Jesus, me? Sometimes. <laughs> not usually. You're like, but, I'm all alone, God. It's you and me. I can be loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think just, you know, just having that ongoing conversation with him because he is there. Mm-hmm. Um. And that kind of... So ongoing conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Which, I mean, you could say that's prayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You could say that for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely do that daily. Um, and like you were saying, podcasts are great because even when I'm working, I've always got something mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. like um, in the background. Um, but I think, you know, obviously studying your Bible is important. It's how we learn about him. It's how we... we find out how he wants us to live 
um, spending time in prayer, having that ongoing conversation mm-hmm. um, and fellowship with other believers as well. Like all yeah. these things inform our thinking, our behaviour, our attitudes mm-hmm. and help us to figure out what our priorities should be. Mm. Um, and ultimately, it's more of him and less of me. Yeah. Isn't like it? That. Like mm-hmm. that verse uh, in John chapter 3, yeah. it's uh, verse 30. It says, he must become greater and I must become less. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, just having that ongoing conversation with him it does like it keeps him at the forefront of your mind and you you do think about things differently when you know he's with you mm-hmm. do you know yeah. what i mean yeah mm-hmm. your perspective is yeah. trying to see life that's mm-hmm. happening through his eyes yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they actually say that you should you know, remember that jesus is with you all the time yeah so whatever situation you mm-hmm. go into whatever conversation you have mm-hmm. jesus is sitting with you mm-hmm. yeah and the more we cultivate that by talking to him by him being mm-hmm. part we will remember that we won't kind of have to go yeah oh you know, yeah we'll it's remembering that, that. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and mm-hmm. it should just become part of you know yeah just knowing that he's always there yeah, yeah. how about yourself danielle right ladies yeah i think that my i have a lot of similarities to you i have a habit that i do every single day i'm not a great sleeper so i tend to wake up quite early but that's not because i'm spiritual it's just because i'm a bad sleeper <laughs> but when i open my eyes and i realize i'm awake awake and this can be me for the rest of the day i i automatically start talking to god i'm like okay lord i can't do this without you like it's my temptation to be grumpy. It's my temptation to start whinging about how mm-hmm. I didn't get enough sleep. It's my temptation to say that my bones hurt. But you know what? This is the day you gave me. This is how it starts. And I just start that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then that turns into praying for the boys, praying for my husband. Um, so I definitely start my day in that conversation. And I'm just like you too. Like I try to keep the conversation mm-hmm. going throughout the day. So as I'm walking down to the bus or I'm washing the dishes or I'm doing something, I'm trying to remember who was on the prayer list or mm-hmm. what we said we would pray for for somebody. And then when it comes to filling myself up, like I study the word for women's Bible study, but I also, that's not the same as having my own devotional no. time. Mm-hmm. So that time that I seek devotionally, I usually try to seek some 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 understanding from God through the word about what I'm going through in life Mm -hmm. so if I'm really struggling like emotionally or I'm struggling with like anxiety or whatever it might be I'm like you know what Lord this is where I'm at where in your scriptures do I find your your salvation for this problem Mm -hmm. or your Mm -hmm. your solution for this issue so I try to kind of whatever my current thing is Mm -hmm. because that's to me different from what I'm studying for women's bible study but my favorite thing about being a you know being able to study the word is that um the word gets really stuck in my head and my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like wherever I'm at, no, I know, not I feel, I keep having to remember that. I know that wherever I go, um, his word will pop into my head. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if I'm facing a situation or I'm having a conversation or I'm trying to, you know, engage something or I need wisdom on the spot. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I literally go, God, what do you want to say to me right now? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to this person. What do you want to say? And his word will just come back to me. But that's from like years, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe somebody's yeah. really good at that that's young, but I'm I'm years in and I struggle to remember the word. So I, know. I really love um, Psalm 119, mm-hmm. 11. Mm-hmm. I carry your word to my heart yes. so I might not sin against you. Mm-hmm. And I've read it in another translation. It's um, oh, I carry your word to my heart so that I may call it to remembrance. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. If we aren't in the word, if we yeah. don't know the word, if yeah. we don't know its relationship to us in our lives, then yeah. the Holy Spirit can't call it to remembrance. Yeah. It mm-hmm. can't say, oh, you know, well, this person's having this time. Yeah. You know, here's a verse that they might need. Or, yeah. you know, 
it's really important that, yeah. that we remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the outward living, I think, too. Yeah. Like, how do I live out my faith with other people mm-hmm. who aren't saved or are saved? I think that comes into how we cultivate a relationship mm-hmm. because, Lord, now I'm your witness in this world or in this mm-hmm. community or how do I, I how do I reconcile people to mm-hmm. Christ? Because we're now in a part of a ministry of mm-hmm. reconciliation. So how do I cultivate being that with the Lord? Mm-hmm. But you can't really know somebody till you're with somebody. And like you even said with your your um your monger little thing yeah. there. What was that? My heart Christ home, which is like a take. Yeah. It's a it's a take on um, Teresa Villa's interior castles, and it is truly about like every aspect of my life being really wide open to God. Mm-hmm. So it's being vulnerable or mm-hmm. one of our not favorite, favorite words. Yeah. One of our keywords <laughs> for what's a takeaway podcast vulnerability. So um, yeah, but being open to those yeah. areas of our lives that maybe we don't want to always mm-hmm. be open about, mm-hmm. you know, so I know. So what happens then when we have, we so we've been really good and we've been cultivating this relationship and we miss a day. Oh, I don't bother with that nonsense. No offense. I don't bother with it. I know that sounds really cheeky probably to say, cause you're both looking at me funny right now. <laughs> if you, if you could just no, I'm just waiting to see more. what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. If you could unpack that. I just don't. Pulls. I don't play legalism. I don't no. play games. Right. Yeah. My God is a God of mercy. He's uh-huh. a God of compassion. Mm-hmm. He didn't die on the cross so that I can be, you know, pounding on myself with mm-hmm. guilt. He, mm-hmm. he paid the price like yeah. that one day. So, okay. That one day goes. I, I find it hard to believe the one day goes because your do- your mind did go there. Yeah. So I would quickly say, Lord, my mind's there. My heart's with you. How do I get myself alone with you? Mm-hmm. How do I get myself some time with you before mm-hmm. anybody comes into that world? And also, how do I live with you in my chaos? Mm-hmm. That's really important. Like anybody can go away and be with God. No offense. Like mm-hmm. that's probably easier than not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. That actually living with God mm-hmm. every single day when every voice is coming at you, mm-hmm. how do I hear your voice above all other voices? Mm-hmm. That's a cultivation, yeah. you know, and I think that that's what you were talking about, you know, like in that daily grind, yeah. you know, I'm putting the podcast on, I'm doing this, mm-hmm. I'm doing that. And it's so you miss a day, you miss today, start mm-hmm. over tonight, mm-hmm. start over tomorrow, sit down right now, right when yeah. you realize you missed your day or say out loud to stop yourself. God, I missed having time with you today. Mm-hmm. And guess what you started doing? You just started having time with God. Exactly. So exactly. don't beat yourself up like that because that yeah. only causes more mm-hmm. nonsense down the road. But yeah. we go back to this analogy of, you know, Christ waiting for us in the dining room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's always there. Mm-hmm. He is yeah. always waiting always. for us. Child, mm-hmm. come back. Yeah. I'm here, I'm waiting. And the, you know, the father of the prodigal son mm-hmm. waiting with my yep. arms open mm-hmm. wide to, you know, yeah. to run to you, to do, you know, whatever. Yeah. He is always there. And there's no, we shouldn't, there's no shame in it, is there? Yeah. I've seen, you know what, God, I've, I've fallen down at this, this hurdle, yeah. mm-hmm. but I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready to sit at your feet mm-hmm. again. Yeah. And just and I don't think it, it needs to always look the same every no. day either. Like no, You don't no, have to be rigid with yourself mm-hmm. and be like, I need to read five verses or I need to read a <laughs> yeah. chapter or a, I need to read a proverb and a psalm and a part of the gospels and then I need to spend yeah. at least 10 minutes in prayer and I need to remember this person, yeah. that person, this person. You know, in all honesty. Yeah, he's part of our lives yeah. and he, mm-hmm. he wants to be part of all the things that we yeah, do and absolutely. like you were saying, he's in the chaos and he understands and as long as we are choosing to make a connection with him mm-hmm. somehow, mm-hmm. then you know, he's going to enjoy that time that we give him, like you were saying, like he wants to be with us. And I think it's fair to say that sometimes it does feel like a bit of a task Mm -hmm. to 
turn off whatever we're wanting to binge watch. Sure. Yeah, sure. To put on the podcast, to, you know, sit down and open up our Bibles. Yeah. And so I, I, we're not sitting here going, oh, it's really simple. It's really mm-hmm. easy to find time yeah. and every single day. We're not. We're talking about being with Jesus in the chaos, yeah. aren't we? And not to yeah. feel bad if you're just feeling... You know, it's like when you're in that stage where you've got tiny wee ones running around your feet yeah. and you just, you're basically living from, moment you know, one moment. snack to the next snack, mm-hmm. one bum change to the next bum change. Yeah. And then to the day, you know, like as a new mum, you can feel a bit frazzled. Absolutely. But God is still there in that mm-hmm. moment yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. He's still there to help you through it. It doesn't need to be chapter yeah. and verse. Do you know, someone asked my husband the other day, um, could you, because he was taking a creative writing course for his work, and they said, can you write a spiritual experience, something about a spiritual experience? And he came over, he was like, um, what do they mean by that? And I was <laughs> like, don't be ignorant. And he was like, okay, I do know what they mean. But also at the same time, like, Every single part of my day mm. is spiritual. Like I'm talking to God, I'm praying, I'm like interacting with people, I'm teaching kids, I'm teaching my own children, I'm talking to you. Like these are my spiritual acts. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say like we don't sit with God, but what I'm saying is that that God is in the mundane things of life. Like mm-hmm. you said, you know, yeah. between the bum changes and all these different yeah. things, like he is in all that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there is a time to be a Berean. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. There is a time to sit there and tear that word apart and figure Absolutely. out what God is saying and become somebody who knows the Bible. Hide it in your heart. Mm-hmm. But how you do that is what works for you. So for me, for instance, I'm just going to give another example. I've been trying to memorize the same psalm for like three months. <laughs> do you know I mean? But psalms are long. Yeah. They're wordy and they're, they should just be like a sung thing because I can't mm-hmm. remember word for word. You're like, Julie, if she could turn every one of the psalms into a song, I'd probably remember them. <laughs> but like... You know, I've been doing that for three months. So, like, it takes what it takes to get into mm-hmm. my heart. It's not, I'm not in a race. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I'm not in a race to be better than anybody else. No. I'm not running to Christ against you, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all running together. Exactly. And, and whatever, you know, that looks mm-hmm. like, we do mm-hmm. that. And there is also that thing as well, because there will be people out there, and I'm not meaning this for you, Danielle, for you trying to memorize your psalm, <laughs> but there will be people out there that can quote oh, scripture and verse mm-hmm. And they might have the head knowledge of mm-hmm. what, you know, quoting it, scripture and verse, yeah. but they don't actually have the heart knowledge. So yeah. it's really important that whenever we are in the word, yeah. that we're actually praying, God, show me what you've yeah. got from me. Mm-hmm. Show me what the Holy Spirit penned all the years ago yeah. for me in mm-hmm. this day and yeah. age. And, you know, it's such, I think, I love of the fact that the Bible is God's love letter to me, to, us, yeah. to you, mm-hmm. to you, to yeah. everybody individually. It's not just, it's not a one one book fits yeah. all yeah. that mm-hmm. book is so there's so many different levels and stuff to it for each and every individual I taught Galatians chapter 5 two times within like a six week period and both times it was different yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know and that was pretty amazing that was weird that was like god there's yeah. so much there it's like a flipped upside yeah. down bible study but yeah, yeah. always yeah. something fresh in the word <laughs> that's mm. it so yeah cultivating our friendship our relationship with God, our friendship with God, talking to him. We spoke about when we did our when we spoke about our friendship podcasts about how there's the bank and it's not just always about, you know, withdrawing, withdrawing, we're yeah. deposing. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, God is this endless, you know, bank that we can go to and just withdraw from him. Oh mm-hmm. but he for all he's happy for us to withdraw, he wants us to be there to meet him mm-hmm. and to spend that time yeah, it's so he wants important. to deposit his yeah. love his holy spirit yeah, his that. care his word and it's just amazing isn't it mm-hmm. and no matter what we do he will never turn his back on us at all mm-hmm. um, and the more we cultivate that the more we cultivate his relationship the more time we spend with him the easier it will be for us to recognize when we're hearing from him mm-hmm. yeah which is 
again. The voice of God. A really nice segue to to our next podcast. So I think we'll stop here. All right. Unless you girls have got anything else. Do you have a takeaway? What's your takeaway? What's your takeaway out there? My takeaway is that spending time with God can doesn't have to look the same all the time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we can include him in pretty much everything that we do on a daily basis, which, I mean, our day is always different, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. never the same day to day. Um, so I think just um, continuing to be mindful that he's with us, that he wants to hear from us. He wants us to sit down and spend time with him, but also that he's in all the small things mm-hmm. that we do as well. And just, you know, inviting him to come along with us for the day, like you were saying, Danny, like... It's a new day. You've given mm-hmm. me this day. What mm-hmm. do you want me to do with mm-hmm. my time today? Help me to remember that you're with me. Um, yeah, and if you can steal some private time with him, great. If you can't today, try and do it tomorrow. Like he's always with us and he's ready mm-hmm. and waiting, like you said, mm-hmm. for us to to make that time for Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yeah. Any time, any place. Yeah. Yeah. I think Julie, my my takeaway is going to be very very similar. I think the knowing that it doesn't need to look the same every mm-hmm. day is such an important thing. And some days you might have only had a wee moment in the word mm-hmm. or a wee moment. It could simply be that you've scrolled through Instagram and a verse has really hurt you. Mm-hmm. And that might be the all time you've got for that today. But mm-hmm. God can use that tiny wee bit and just remembering day by day. Yeah. Yeah, it's a morsel, that. isn't it? Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a meal. I know, but sometimes yeah. the morsel can feel like a meal as well. Sometimes it repeats as well. It's yeah. interesting because yeah. yeah. we're talking about cultivating and what's to take away, and God speaking to us. And as you guys were talking, I thought of this verse. Um, in Malachi 3.16, where it says, Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. And it just made me think, here we are sitting here talking about God and and how God talks. And I was just thinking, God is actually sitting down, sitting looking down at this and going, look at these three in the middle of Scotland. They think they've got something going on here. But I take pleasure in them talking about me. Do you know what? That's me cultivating time with you guys in the Lord mm, together. Yeah, so absolutely. It's pretty special. That's my takeaway. Oh lovely. Danielle, yes. would you like to close us in prayer? Sure. Lord, we just want to pray for ourselves, but also for our sisters out there listening. Lord, we want to thank you for the love that you have shown us for your devotion, God. I pray that you would help us to respond to you, Lord, to for our hearts to want to run to you, you know, our minds to want to run to you. And for us to realize that you wait with open arms with only graciousness and love. You're, you're not sitting there waiting to condemn us or convict us or, you know, shout at us for, for not sitting down and taking 30 minutes. You're there waiting, you know, patiently with love. And God, I pray for those of us out there that also have to to do what Munger said, you know, sit down and let you kind of take um, take some a, a good hard look at our lives and what room needs to be cleaned out, what needs to be dealt with um, and let you do that, Lord, to sit and let you work on our lives and make us more like you would be our heart's desire for ourselves and for those listening. So Lord, thank you for being with us in this podcast and thank you for the day that you've given us. And we pray that as we step out into the world to live out these things that we talk about and learn, Lord, that we would never forget that you go with us, you go before us to prepare the way. So Lord, we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us, ladies. And we invite you to join us for our next podcast where we will be looking um, at how we can hear God's voice and how to tell when he's talking to us. Mm -hmm. Thanks again. Bye.
so glad you joined us for this episode. If you enjoyed spending time with us and think others would too, please, would you do us a favor, like, share, and review the podcast. Also, you can leave us a message of what your takeaway was from the episode. This helps us get the message of God's goodness out to more people. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, links in bio. In the meantime, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace.